0: I'm Jerry East, and this is my podcast, The COVID-19 Lockdown Account. My mission is to interview 100 everyday people so they can share their story. we we'll document their ups, their downs, and the challenges they face every day. These are historical times, and I hope you enjoy. Stay safe. Hi right, guys, so this afternoon I've got Natasha with me. Now Natasha is a business owner and tutor uh, who's having to diversify somewhat through these very turbulent times both at home and in the office. So we're going to move over to Natasha. First things first, how are you today?
1: I'm all right. It's, yeah, I'm, it's been a, Fridays a slightly calmer day than the rest of the week.
0: Mm-hmm. I teach
1: mm-hmm. um, every day. I have fewer lessons on a Friday. Um, so, yeah, today, today is fine.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. And so just for the people listening and the people um, watching, depending on what platform they're on, give a brief overview of your of your businesses, I suppose, your businesses. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I mean, it's all in one. So we've got um, a children's bookshop called Chicken and Frog Bookshop. It's in Brentwood on oh, no, Crown Street. Um, and but alongside the bookshop we run a tuition center or in the bookshop so we've got a, a dedicated classroom space in there and we teach from year one up to gcse we do english maths and 11 plus so we've got kind of two streams which is lucky at the moment to be honest two income yeah. streams coming yeah. into the uh for the business and they, they match each other really well we're um yeah. obviously very keen on getting kids reading um, and we run loads of workshops from there and we hire out the space for other groups to use as well so it's a very kind of creative community hub feel about
0: yeah. the space. <clears throat> well, I love that I love that and uh, the fact that with your workshops and stuff um, which I, I'm so, I love that kind of community hub for any business um, so tell me a bit more about that so Talk to me about what kind of workshops that you've you run recently and, and, and the ideas
1: yeah, you've done so, we, and, uh, so we have a few things that are kind of regular. So every Saturday afternoon, I run a creative writing workshop for kids. Um, the age range is quite broad, to be honest, and it's, it's an hour and a half. I'm not there with my teaching hat on in that one. I'm just there vaguely as the adult in the room <laughs> to yeah, give yeah. the kids some ideas and just, like, tease ideas out of them and get them confident and comfortable with writing. And drawing as well. I'm not, I can't draw, I'm terrible, but I highly encourage a bit of drawing and doodling because I think it's a good way of telling stories. Yeah. So that's a regular thing that we do. Um, we run a book club. Uh, well, we run two book clubs. We run one for kids, and we also run a book club for adults on a Friday night once a month. But we read kids' books. That's brilliant. I love that. That's really nice. <laughs>
0: yeah. And you know, that
1: quite often involves cake and wine. So that's. Yeah, that's and then but we also get authors and illustrators in quite a lot that run workshops wow. for us so they could teach the kids they might do like a writing session or they might teach them how to draw a particular style um, illustration which is is great but then we also got well, there's so many things we also um we love lego if you've ever been to chicken and frog there's lego across all the bookshelves at the top we've got tons of it and we run um lego workshops so the kids come in and they basically get to build for like an hour and a half, and it's just a really good way of getting the kids together and a good way of them communicating and you know getting out some energy like creative energy, you know. So that's great.
0: Amazing.
1: And um, we work with Microsoft as well, we've, yeah. um, we've got quite good connections with the flagship store that they've got in London. So they send their team down and they run sessions, they bring all the kit with them, yeah, um, and they run sessions on Minecraft and, and like world building and stuff like that. Um, and they were super generous, and they gifted us an Xbox wow. as a result of it. Um, but obviously in shop, I'm like, well, the kids can't just come in and play on the Xbox. Xbox so, right. Right. so we run works, come in, they play Minecraft or Lego Worlds, which is a very similar thing. And it's all about creating a world and working together. And then we use that as a platform for them to put into some writing. Mm. Um, and that's been working really well as well. It's been great. So been great. So
0: so refreshing uh what <clears throat> sorry i'm getting a bit excited here but where did that come from where did that idea cut is it is it stuff you've seen online or is it just something that you have slowly come up with along the the over time
1: um the the microsoft stuff was we, we we're lucky really we were just in the right place at the right time i've got a friend that works for them and they were they do loads of stuff um with educational things within their store and they wanted to start to branch out so they came and trialled it with us and it went down a storm as you can imagine Um, and alongside that I forgot to say actually they were very generous because the sessions were free they gave their staff time for free so we asked for donations um, for SNAP local special needs charity and then Microsoft matched that Oh, which was incredible. Wow. So we raised, well, not only they match-funded it, but then they also donated what their staff would have got paid for the day. So I th- we raised over £2,000 for SNAP.
0: That's amazing. As a
1: result of that, they've then gone and done some workshops at SNAP as well and also given them some equipment. So it's a really, yeah, it's just a really good, strong community-building thing. And in terms of using it for workshops... I am not tech savvy at all. I, I don't even know how to switch the Xbox on. I haven't got a clue. So I had to have my no, son help me and go, ah, so. I don't know what you do. I, have, I had to use Minecraft. I haven't got a clue. <laughs> and I just felt that, I think it's a great thing, but I don't want children coming to a bookshop and just plugging into a screen. Nah. That's not, doesn't fit well with what we do. And, and so then I was just trying to think of ways of, of using it. And we've, I already use, just like physical lego in in my math tuition sometimes with the lilies, but also with the older ones in English, where they create a world or a character or whatever and then they put that into a story. Yeah. So it just seemed a natural progression to do the same thing because for them, it's so natural for them to just get, you know, get on the computer and they build these incredible things. And then and they were working collaboratively. So they were doing it as a group and helping each other out. It was really lovely to see i was i was nervous about it because we would not done it before but it worked really well
0: mm. yeah, that's, that's that's absolutely that is so incredible and i mean the workshop thing as well that, so that i'm huge into community and i think i touched on this literally just a second ago but where did that come from where did the um like the the, the idea to be running the workshops and stuff is it stuff you'd seen elsewhere or is it just something you wanted to do
1: um, some th- no I don't, we don't really seen anything anywhere else. I mean, a lot of bookshops will have authors and illustrators coming in and doing like little events, yeah, very yeah. fortunate because the it takes a little bit of time to build up a good reputation with publicists <laughs> and if yeah. the publicists yeah. like you then you're on you're on tour. You're going to the yeah. authors and illustrators very well if we do school events with them or whatever, so that was just like a natural progression, but we were always from the from the very beginning when we opened the bookshop we got we knew that we wanted to engage the community and give the community something that wasn't around so a lot of the stuff that we do that we run um rhythm and rhyme sessions for little ones twice a week half an hour they come in um run around in circles really <laughs> get yeah. shakers out and everything i sing terribly i mean i cannot hold a in a bucket um and it's free and yeah. loads of parents say to us, "Oh, you should charge for it." I'm like, "Well, first of all, I could not charge someone to listen to me sing because it would be <laughs> shocking, and also that's not what it's for. Some of the things, some of the things that we do, it's not about making money. It's about having somewhere that people feel that they can come. So we've got quite a few customers. They might they come in every week. They don't necessarily buy something every week, but they come and they sit on the sofa. They have a chat." It's a bit like being a barman. I do it's really weird. We have a really yeah, close exactly relationship what mean. with, but it's lovely. And I think that is a massive privilege that if someone feels that they can come to us and talk to us about whatever it is, it's normally to do with their kids or education or that kind of thing. So I was a teacher yeah. for 20 years. So kind of ask us questions, but that's a massive privilege. And I just think it's really important that if if you are in a position to, and you can as a local business, that you can provide that service for people where people feel that they can just drop in or Mm. quickly give you a call and say, can I just ask you this? Or I'm feeling a bit fed up today. Can I come in for a chat? Yes, of course.
0: I mean, that is the difference, you know, that's where you're different to Waterstones or wherever, you know, that's where you do. That's where you're different to Amazon um <laughs> because I swear it yeah, me, <laughs> yeah I know. yeah it's like it's, it's like saying the, the the cheap gyms to me are the equivalent to Hampton <laughs> for you yeah um, imagine. I, I think at the moment though especially with the circumstances that are happening people are realizing what they miss and they're mm-hmm. also realizing what does and doesn't need to be around anymore um yeah. and anything that is providing a service anything that is giving value and isn't always pressing that meter where that clock is ticking, but the taxi cab, the moment you're in it, mm-hmm. you're being charged. Um, yeah. I think anything like that is kind of getting found out now because people are thinking, well, I don't need this bill, and I don't value anything this, this service does for me. Um, yeah. I'm just going to oh, yeah. get rid of it. Uh, and I think, you know, there is a giant reset button looming over the planet at the moment, and people are realising that community is something that, really, really holds people together when it comes to stuff like this. Yeah, no, I agree. I think,
1: I think community spirit,
0: yeah. from
1: our point of view, not just as a business, but as a family as well, I can see that there's been a really growth in community spirit, and that can only be... I'm a very glass-half-full kind of person, I think. Yeah. I think and that. I think you've got to look at that as a positive and go, do you know what? I think people are going... Because we found that we've got customers that I've never met before. So they're not customers that we've had before and not necessarily always that local either that are now buying their books from us. Now, Brilliant. it's a lot easier for them not to and to still buy from the big guys, but they're choosing not to. They're choosing to support a smaller business. So I think that has...
0: Oh, I've just lost you there for a couple of seconds. Did you just repeat that last bit for me? I
1: <laughs> think you did. I'm
0: back. You're back now, yeah. I just
1: hope that... the yeah the the shift I think there's definitely been a shift I think that was starting to happen before all this kicked off actually yeah um yeah. and I th- I think I'm being optimistic I think it will last I think people are starting to see if you don't use our high street if you don't use our local businesses then there's not going to be anything left no so we need to use it and actually so, but you've bought online and you've had no personal contact with anyone is that worth that saving and i I don't think it is.
0: No, definitely not. And I think um, with what you do as well, there is quite a, an element of, um, of you know the, the personal touch, the recommendations, the the fact that you can point someone in the right direction. If I was to if I was to look for something right now uh, for escapism, I mean at the moment I've been I've been reading some of the Aunt Middleton stuff just because. Um, I needed something that was going to move me away from business books. Um, you know, <laughs> th- there's so much more out there by and, uh, you know, I've never knock anything he's done. I, I love the books. You know, I, I read his first book on a flight to and from New York. So both in by the time we got there and back, I'd read the whole thing. Um, so I couldn't put it down. However, I know there's people when it comes to leadership and more the business side of things. They've probably got more to say, but are less well-known. And I'm not going to be able to get any kind of information off of Amazon other than some kind of star rating. The yeah. person at Waterstones doesn't want to be there. It's an interim job where they're waiting for the next point of their career, whereas you would go, right, okay, and you'd take me on a journey of, of what you could advise or what other people in yeah. my situation. And I think that is, that is so needed. It's so needed, even even online. I suppose now, whilst you're closed, it's still needed.
1: Yeah, I mean we're we're getting that a lot. So we're getting, you know, messages like every day. We're doing like home deliveries. I'd say like three, four times a week. So we're getting messages through, and it'll be things like, I've got a 14-year-old son. He's not read much recently. This is the kind of thing he likes. What can you recommend? Yeah. And then I go into the shop (laughs) with my phone, and I take and I have a look and take photos of the books and the blurbs of the books and I send those to parents. And that's, so it's a very long drawn out process at the moment. And we've never been comfortable with just going, well, this is the bestseller at the moment, or this no. is what everyone's doing. We don't do that. So I like to have that conversation with people. What is it you like? And it may not be anything to do with the books that they like. It might be a film that they've really enjoyed or other hobbies or what kind of a person they are. So we can kind of get a feel for, for what they want. I want I want to make sure that the book that gets given to that kid or an adult as well, because lots of adults read kids' books too, we go up to a young adult, that it's the right one, that they've got some kind of connection with it. So we're mm. very fortunate that we can do that because it's our store. I can pick and choose the books that I love. So like we don't stock any celebrity books at all. No. And that's the personal choice. I can buy them in Sainsbury's for three quid anyway. And I just think there's stuff out there that's really, really exceptionally written for kids. Yeah. We try to read pretty much everything that's in the shop, even if it's wow. only a couple of chapters, so that I can say hand on heart, I think you'll like this, rather than just kind of going into it blind. I think mm-hmm. that's important.
0: Is there anything that you've had recently where you couldn't put it down?
1: Yeah, I've just um I've just read a book called The House on Hawsa Hill. <laughs> it's kind of like the pace of it is a bit like Scooby-Doo, you know, like, really, really quick. So it's kind of like young, young middle grade, I don't know, probably like age 9 to 11, something like that, and it's two kids that have to go and stay at their granddad's house um, leading up to Christmas, and the house is haunted, um, and there's like this mystery they have to, their grandmother has disappeared like 30 years ago, and um, they unravel the mystery of what's happened to her. It was absolutely fantastic, I loved it. It was nothing, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm 46, so it's not really aimed at me, but I mean, I really enjoyed it. It was just really fast paced. Some of it's quite funny. Some of it was quite moving. Yeah. It was, it was great.
0: Oh, great. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll look that up and we'll put that in the notes as well. Uh, we'll get, <laughs> we'll get a, uh, a blurb about that book as well, put in the notes um, as well as obviously um, a link to your, to your, uh, to your store. Um, Thank you. At the moment. So you, you obviously you're a tutor and you, you, You've taught for 20 years prior. What kind of advice have you got for parents right now that are, and I'm one of these parents, (laughs) that have (laughs) no idea what they're doing? I've got no idea what I'm doing, teaching my kids. I'm I'm trying. We try. We try.
1: I'm going to be really honest with you. I think, I mean, I'm very fortunate because I haven't got littlies anymore. I don't know what i pair out because although I've been teaching for a long time, I never taught my kids anything.
0: (laughs) <laughs> you can't
1: teach I do think you cannot teach your own children I mean they all they could all read before they started school um mm. but in terms of like homework and all that kind of stuff even though I've always taught no it's just it's always an argument I think don't I think too many parents are trying to do too many jobs you're trying to be a parent you're trying to run your own business or whatever it is and you're trying to be a teacher you can't and I think to an extent do you know what you just have to let it go a bit and go do you know what have I had a nice day today? Job done. And a, a couple of months out of their education is not gonna do them any long-term harm. It's gonna take a little bit of time to get back into that routine of getting into school. Maybe, you know, read with them every day, but do practical stuff, cook with them. You can, do, you can be sneaky, do you know what I mean? Like go out in the garden and count how many leaves there are and do all that kind of natural stuff that because I'm old, when I was at primary school, that was part of the what you did at primary school anyway, because there was no yeah. national curriculum. And and I think do that and enjoy that. I'm not saying about the reading just because I'm a bookseller, I'm saying it because I'm a massive book lover. I do think it's important to keep that up. Something mm-hmm. turns turn into a battle, then just walk away from it because it's not it's not worth the stress that it causes between your family. For the you know, if this goes on for if this was going on for two years, then I'd go, well, actually you need to try to teach them in a more formal way. But it's going to be a couple, it's going to be a few months.
0: And then we're done. Yeah.
1: And then you're done. Yeah.
0: You know, a lot can be said for that. I mean, we are, and it is more my wife. She's an absolute saint. Her patients are <laughs> like way outweigh way mine. Um, and she's been fantastic. We've got, a, we've got a five year old and a two year old, um, both oh. nearly three and six. And uh, she's been fantastic with what she's been doing with the kids. You know, it's only from about 10 in the morning to about probably one most days. Um, That's enough. enough. She's, doing, she's doing really well with that. Obviously breaks and stuff in there, you know, reading, maths, game time, colouring in, painting. Um, so it's stuff they're absolutely loving. Uh, and they're mixed in, the more academic stuff. Um, and I yeah, totally mirror the, the reading and... Um, and again, of course, a little bit of maths work um, yeah, as yeah, well. I a think that, bit, that, well, that's well, the fundamentals um, for now. Yeah. yeah, that's the fundamentals. We're
1: putting up every time we find like really good quality free resources. We're putting them up on our tuition Facebook page to share with parents so that they can have. Oh, There's loads of stuff out there at the moment. I mean, we're very fortunate. We're still teaching. I think we've got like 45 kids that we're teaching over Zoom at the moment every week.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, that's amazing. I was about to so say. They tend to be
1: slightly older ones you know we've been asked about doing it for five six year olds i just think they're too young you can't hold their interest over a screen it just doesn't work and i yeah i think just give yourself a bit of a break really even with our our 12 year old during the two weeks easter holidays he did nothing i mean he's been given loads of stuff from school um, and he's been doing his school work every day bless him or he's been telling me he has i'm sure he has and he's been reading because he likes reading. But I was like, do you know what? It's They need a break as well because this situation is so difficult for everybody. You have to kind of look, cut them a little bit of slack and say, well, you don't need to do as much as you normally would.
0: No, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, move over to what you were saying then. So you've obviously had to um, adapt your business. Um, is yeah. the Zoom tutoring something you've done in the past or this is completely new
1: i am the biggest technophobe in the world because (laughs) i'm just i'm really lazy with it his background is it um, so jim's brilliant at it which has made me just completely lazy so i never bother learning how to do anything i can barely switch our apple tv on if i'm home alone so (laughs) it it filled me with absolute dread i'm not gonna lie because i was just like oh my god how are we gonna make this work um but it's it's great so i mean we've done that because you can pay for zoom if it's like over an hour probably. but i mean it's so cheap so yeah. we've been using zoom and he's bought me i don't know where it is I'll going to show you he's bought me this thing called a bamboo pad it's like oh you're right oh, no, you can, i can plug it into my laptop and i can write on it and it comes up on the screen oh wow because I, obviously i can type on the screen and that's fine so for english it's not too bad but if i'm doing maths it's quite tricky yeah. and um you can technically you can write on zoom using your mouse okay. but see so i look like a 2 done it it's just dreadful so now i've got this gadget so i've been very slowly adapting but what's been good about it is i'm now looking and thinking when we come to the other side of this this is something that i could offer for parents of kids that maybe for whatever reason can't get to us Mm -hmm. and like we've been doing the bookshop um, the book club over zoom and it's worked really well and as a result of that we've got a few people that don't live anywhere near Brentwood so when we go back to kind of reality and we start having the book club in the bookshop again on a Friday night we'll still have it via zoom as well for people that Wouldn't be able to get to us otherwise. So it's actually been a really good thing for me because it's pushed me to learn things that I would never learn because I'm too lazy.
0: You know what? I mean, you're not today. You're not the first person to say what you've just said. So that's crazy that the person I interviewed just before you said something very similar. And I actually, um, I've, you know, taken stock of that fact and decided that we are going to start putting our stuff out live. After the event as well, yeah. uh, we were already doing five, we're doing five free live classes a day on the, um, on our gym platform. But what I realized before this went into lockdown, there were people that were already self-isolating due to um, being, you know, um, certain populations, you know, special populations and stuff. So we had actually started doing the Facebook lives before we went into lockdown for about 10 days prior to help those people out, completely free of charge. And we realised that if we get someone that's quite happy to be filmed in the classes, or the instructor's happy to partake, um, we can actually kind of move one space, like for yoga, for instance, we can just yeah, move yeah. everyone over one space, sacrifice one space in yoga, set up a tripod that only films the instructor, and that way yeah, we yeah. can actually continue doing it for everyone online as well and like for you guys in your book club all you'd need is a tripod I suppose and then you've got your live guys there and then you've just got your you know you could even have like a yeah yeah, like a I don't know like a scarecrow or something (laughs) with a camera (laughs) on it um which would be your online audience which is which would have such a good feel to it because even though you can see the kids and stuff, you could hear them giggling in the background and stuff. And what a lovely way to be able to experience that online, that online stuff. Yeah, no, Let
1: it's definitely um, oh, go on. it's definitely made me learn things that I, you know, I hadn't I hadn't even considered before. And it's good because yeah. we're really one of the main reasons that we moved location from where we were in Long Road and now we're in Albert and Crown Street is because the new premises is completely accessible. There are no steps or anything, and it's in a pedestrianised street. And um, we do, um, I've got to say before, we do like this rhythm and rhyme thing during the week, but we also do once a month, we do a special needs one. So we turn Mm -hmm. our classroom into a sensory room, um, Mm -hmm. which again is much more accessible now because we can like get wheelchair users in easily and all that kind of stuff. And again, I'm looking for, for parents that can't get their kids to us. Maybe for those kind of reasons we can, we can help them out we can still do stuff with them we've we're doing story time twice a week um we're like live streaming it on facebook and instagram and then it's going up onto a youtube channel and that's been hugely popular as well because i think it's just that people then feel like there's still that personal connection
0: yeah yeah
1: and it, yeah stuff like that i've never considered before but now i'm thinking well even once this is done i'll still do that
0: because it just takes I love reading stories, camera, so I'm yeah.
1: happy as Larry. It's like brilliant, half an hour of me reading stories, I love it. Yeah. And kids that uh, wouldn't be able to get to us. But we've even had, it's been quite interesting, quite a few messages from adults that haven't got kids that have yeah. said, I know this sounds a bit weird, but I listen to your story times every week. Because it's just yeah. quite yeah. reassuring and you know it's and comforting. comforting. So it's
0: really comforting. Again,
1: I've, yeah. Yeah. I love I would never bit. thought about that.
0: Well, personally, I'll definitely be uh, logging into the Facebook group and sitting there with the kids. I think it sounds like a lovely idea. And uh, it is, yeah, it's, it's, it's such a nice thing to be able to do. Um, just, just before you went on to that, I was going to ask, what are you missing right now? So what would, do would you, would you really miss? What's the kind of uh, thing that's really kind of you can't wait um, to have back?
1: Business-wise or...
0: Everything yeah, I'll say more, more about you, more about we we'll, we'll Just, um
1: we're really like we live literally ten minutes up the road from my parents and my father in law doesn't live that far away either. And we see I mean I work with my dad so I see my dad five days a week. Yeah. Um they're both self isolating because because of how old they are and blah blah blah. And um I'm fine we're finding that that's really hard and you know you can do face time and everything and we'll go over there and put stuff in their pools and talk to them from a couple of meters away but it's not the it's not the same I'm, I'm a very tactile person I like our cuddles so yeah. um I'm I'm yeah I'm really looking forward to that yeah I think that's probably the thing more than anything else just that being able to see who you want to see and you know
0: are you going to have a big gathering or go to a big gathering when this is all over? Like a I would imagine family so. And I, yeah,
1: I think so. And there'll be, um, we're, we're going to have a big Crown Street party.
0: <laughs> Same. We're going to have one yeah. at the gym, yeah. We're going to have a huge party. So, yeah I, yeah, I don't blame you at all. And, and why wait. not? You know, why not? Well, thank you so much for staying We're going to wind it down now. Um, I could probably talk to you for hours, to be fair. I've really enjoyed everything you've said. Um, I'm you. just going to reiterate some of the things that you that you uh, mentioned. Um, yeah, I think a lot can be said for just, you know, if you're teaching your kids, if you're homeschooling and stuff, you, ca- you, ca- you don't need to be ticking every single box. I think no. the fact that taking care of yourself and taking care of your kids far That's outweighs... How the two months of education that they're gonna miss right now. Um, And I love the the idea of making the education fun, more real life and uh, build experiences that they're gonna remember forever, which I think- Yeah, definitely. I love that. If you were to give yourself one piece of advice coming into uh, what you now know, I've been four (laughs) weeks in, what's that one piece of advice you'd have given yourself on day one if you could go back in time?
1: Um, It would be, and I still need to give that my same advice now so it's not changed, is to switch off, is to be strict to myself because I'm still answering messages at like 11 o'clock at night. So I'm working harder and longer than ever before. Less financial gain, obviously, at the moment, but probably more community gain. So it's just being tough enough with myself to say, right, okay, it's 7 o'clock at night.
0: Done.
1: done and uh, yeah. i'm
0: struggling with that well one thing you can do and i'll talk to you a bit more about this you can just have a, a switch on your um, facebook messenger just to let people know you'll get back to them in the morning and it gives them an automatic reply but i struggle with the same thing so don't worry and i think yeah. that the fact that there is an element of the unknown and an element of scarcity right now that is making yeah. everybody work above and beyond those that really do care about their business. But that is a fantastic piece of information, uh, fantastic piece of advice, sorry. And uh, for all of those of you that have listened to this, those of you that have uh, watched this, depending on what platform you are on, uh, if you do want to get in contact with Natasha um, or or the bookshop, we will have a link in the bio of both of these platforms. So either on YouTube or Spotify, we'll have a link to your business. And I'd like to put a uh, link to your Facebook page as well, if that's all right, Natasha, so people can um, get involved with uh, with story time. Guys, if you've enjoyed this experience, this podcast or this YouTube video, depending on which one you've used, please do tell people about it. Press that share button and please do invite your friends to come and experience the same uh, experience that you've just had. Uh, If you do have any comments or you want some more information, please do put some comments in the comments box below. And if you'd like to get in contact with myself about maybe jumping on and telling your story during the uh, COVID-19 lockdown, please also either contact me via my uh, gym Facebook page or in the comments below. So Natasha, you stay online and I'm going to carry on talking to you. But for this lot, I'm going to press the record button off and we're done. So thank you very much for watching or listening and see you soon. Thank you.